Who runs the world? T with Tess and Fee. Who runs the world? T with Tess and Fee. Who runs the world? T with Tess and Fee. I wasn't as clever this week, but you nailed it as always. Oh, thank you. I enjoyed. I was trying to think of a Disney song that would go really well. So maybe I'll ponder that this week and come up with something very musical next week. I do have some coworkers that are very into Disney. So maybe they could um, oh, help out. Yeah, help out with that. I like it. Or maybe like some Ariel. Look at this stuff. Hey. It's Tea with Tess and Fee. What did you think? It's Tea with Tess and Fee. And complete. Wouldn't you think we're the girls, the girls who talk about everything? Okay, I should say that for next week. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Oops, maybe a preview for next week, guys. Maybe. Exciting. Um, so last week we left off talking about body image and body positivity. Um, wanted to touch up on that quickly. How long have you and I been friends? Over 20 years. Over 20 years. And in those 20 years... Has our waist size changed? Yes. Yeah. We probably range from probably like a size zero to two to 14. Yeah. I, I don't even know. Yeah. But has that affected our friendship at all? No. So there's a point right there, guys. Nobody cares about your size other than you. The only thing the people in your life care about is that you are happy, you are healthy, and you feel good. You feel good. At the end of the day, your friends, it's only you that cares about the number on the scale or the number in your pants. Yep. And I mean, <laughs> like your size, oh. like your size. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm getting spicy. Maybe it's the margarita. <laughs> oh. we, tonight we're having um, homemade spicy lime margaritas. Now, we don't put a ton of tequila in. We just put a tiny bit in for the flavor, really, because, well, we don't really want to be drunk on a Tuesday. We used to. <laughs> um, and so the question we left off with last week was, who is your favorite or least favorite celebrity or influencer that you follow and why? Mm -hmm. And so some of the answers that we got were fabulous. Thank you for everyone that submitted. Um, some of the people we got were Michelle Obama, which obviously queen. And I just want to say quickly, one of the things I love about her is that she never felt the need to dumb herself down to be the president's wife or the first lady. She was always strong. She was always smart and beautiful. And her, she dressed really well. Exceptionally. <clears throat> really well. And um, also we got Oprah, which let's face it, who doesn't love <laughs> Queen? She's the Queen. <laughs> Queen-o. Um, and Maya Angelou, which... Ooh. Obviously, very influential, very feminine. No, fem a feminist. <laughs> feminist, my apologies. Um, and Tess and I kind of hinted that we had the same. One of our favorites was the same. And that is... All right, Chrissy Teigen. I was like, it's not Christina. What's her name? Oh <laughs> I drew a blank. Yes, Chrissy Teigen. Because I always find whenever I watch her stories or posts, she's just very real. She's not trying to hide anything. She's posting about her life as it is. She's got kids. She posts about how hard it is. She posts about her <clears throat> body after having kids, bikinis, whatever it is. And I just find that it's very real. I find that she's very open. Yeah, she's very open. And she doesn't, she puts vulnerable posts out there that a lot of people have gone through. Um, and I think it's amazing the amount that she shares and what she shares. She's just very, 
there's no screen in front of yeah. her. And she can post those pictures of her makeup crew and her hair crew and everyone putting herself to get putting her together to look amazing at a show or event and she looks fabulous and she loves it I'm sure who wouldn't want to look good and have all those people helping you out but at the same time she shows her real self at the other side of it so you get kind of both ways and I like that I do too I really like how real she is and I just like that she's vulnerable as well and she also posts that she has feelings like yep. You know, she's gotten hate and she addresses it and she's talked about how her body has changed or she's gone through ebbs and flows as we all do with our bodies. Yep. So shout out to you, Chrissy Teigen. We love you. Yeah. You're doing great. Keep up the great kick-ass work you're doing. Yeah. Um, I also, one of the other people I was telling Tess about them just before we started recording, um, she is or was on the Real Housewives of New Jersey, Jackie Goldschneider. Um, she has posted so much about her battle with anorexia and she's doing a book that's coming out in September. Um, her posts are so real. She's sharing this huge, vulnerable, personal journey with the world uh, to be criticized as well. And I just think she's doing amazing to share that with everybody and her journey through it and how she's battled. I mean, her battle with food and um, if you watch the show, one of the most beautiful things you saw was the relationship with her husband and the ongoing support he had for her and the love he had for her was just beautiful. So again, shout out to you, Jackie, and the work you're doing. You're amazing. And I cannot wait to read your book. And like we were talking about body positivity, <clears throat> and now we mentioned to you earlier, Rihanna, she was very, very thin to me personally, too thin. But again, that's just her. That's who she is. And then the minute she started getting a little bit, I'll say thick, because I'm not going to say that she was getting fat by any means, but she was putting on some weight in a healthy matter. She, I thought she started to look way better. And she got a lot of flack for that. And everyone just started calling her fat. And I just think that's just so awful. The minute your body changes, everyone just jumps on there and just attacks you. Yeah. And one of the things we were talking about, too, is kind of body expectations as well. Some people are born naturally tall, thin, and that's wonderful. But don't hate on them either. They don't deserve mm -hmm. any hate either. Just because they're naturally like that. They've got quick metabolisms. Don't hate on that any more than don't hate on people who are larger. Who yeah. are born with a larger set frame and shorter. Um, I think too, one of the things is when it comes to body expectations. Do you think you have a realistic expectation for you and your body? Me personally, I know I could do a lot better. Um, there's just been, again, so much in my life in the last couple of years that I haven't been really focusing on my body as much as I probably should and care for it. So again, I've said that before, it's something that I'm going to start to do more and more of now that we're settling and getting more of a routine and schedule. So something I'm going to work on for sure. And you? I think <laughs> about me. But what about me? Um, I think I have really unrealistic expectations. Um, that I'm, I'm still working on. I think sometimes I look at my body from before I had kids and now, and I expect it to look the same. And I am, I've just run a half marathon. I'm in good shape. You know, I've, now I don't focus on eating to stay skinny. I eat to feel good. Um, and my body feels great, but I still think I have those expectations to look a certain way that are not realistic. And I have to work on that to accept my body for where it is and what it's gone through. And the fact that 
I've changed, it's changed and embraced those changes. And to stop that unhealthy, unrealistic, looking at old photos and wanting my body to look like it did before I had kids, because that is not realistic. It could look, my body could look better or a different version and I could be just as happy with it, but it will never be the same. And I have to stop. And I think for most women, no matter what size we are, shape we are, anything, I think that's always kind of in the back of your head. You're always kind of thinking like, could I do better? Or what's the next step? It's just kind of always there. And as we kind of transition from body expectations as well into our conversation about social media, I think it's really important that we have realistic expectations of our body. Yeah. You know, I'm 5'4". I'm never going to be 5'10". So it, what? I know. I'm never going to grow. I can wear heels and be 5'10". <laughs> but naturally, I'm not going to be 5'10". So if I'm following people that are 5'10", naturally really thin and fit, it might set me up to feel worse about myself. So some of those things is like, follow people who have a similar body type, follow people who have a similar lifestyle. Also with those expectations, are they realistic to you, your body, and your lifestyle? Well, who was the celebrity or influencer that you decided that you were mostly against for posting on social media, whether it's how they look or their lifestyle? I have the one that you just can't stand watching. There's not a whole lot of people I can't stand watching because I just don't follow them. Or even if it's just on social media that you see posts, whether it's Facebook, whatever. Maybe even if you don't follow them, there's got to be one person out there that you're just like, ugh, I can't stand looking at your photos or your lifestyle or how you look or how anything. I mean, I'm sure they've heard it and they've got a lot of flack is, of course, some of the Kardashians. I don't feel like they're posting. They're being transparent with their photos of a, the work that they've had done, which, you know, sometimes just acknowledge that you've had work done. So people aren't thinking, wow, if I work out like that, I can, my body will look like that. The filters that they use and then the photo editing as yeah. well. It's especially when you can notice it in the photo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's the transparency. I do not care. Post away. If you need to post that and you feel better about yourself, go for it. But I do appreciate transparency to say, hey, I've had a tummy tuck and I'm using a filter because I don't want that. And I also understand kind of like the flip side. If you have worked that hard, sometimes you want to show. And I mean, we all go through the best selfies that we only post. Yes. Nobody posts the worst photos of ourselves. We're not asking you to do that. No. But just maybe some transparency over those kind of things. So people aren't getting set up for these unreal expectations that if I work out and do this and that when you're not seeing the behind the scenes, the help people are getting and how much. And that's what I was just going to say. Sometimes it's like the behind the scenes. There's someone there most of the time, probably either cooking their meals, telling them what to eat or stocking their fridge so that they have the proper portions, the proper meal for what they need. And then they have someone coming to their house in the morning, getting them up, getting, we're going to do our workout because not everyone wants to do it every morning. Even if you love working out, there's those mornings where you're just like, I just can't, I'm too tired or I don't feel well. Yeah. Well, they have someone there getting them up, doing it regardless of the situation. And then they have someone there doing their hair for the most part or doing their makeup. And most people don't have that. So that it's a little unrealistic. And I cannot do makeup or hair to save my life. So if I look at those pictures and I'm like, oh, I really want that hairstyle or I want to try that makeup, I could never in my life look anything remotely close to that. Yeah. I think the important part, too, is like the transparency and um, 
I was having a conversation with my running buddy, shout out to you, we love you, um, about kind of the transparency, but also there's a lot of times in social media that you just see an instant result, but a lot of people aren't posting the legwork that's gone in to get them where they're at today. And we don't see that behind the scenes, how hard they've worked to get there. And that kind of all ties back to the expectation. If you expect to have a fitness influencer body, but you want to do 30 minutes of crunches once a week, that's unrealistic. If you don't want to eat salads and work out for two hours a day, it may be unlikely that you're going to have the same body as these fitness influencers, or if you weren't born naturally thin like that. So I think having those realistic expectations of yourself and your lifestyle, how much do you want to work out? Do you want to be on a confined meal plan that you're only eating certain things? You're not really, you maybe have one cheat day and that's it. What is the lifestyle you want? What is the body you want? And do those two meet up? Because mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like we set ourselves up for failure where we want to look like these fitness influencers and look all toned and taut, taut, and taut. <laughs> but we really don't want to put in the yeah. work and we're sitting there on the couch watching them. Why don't I look like that? Why don't I look like that? Well, if you want those kind of bodies, it takes a lot of work. I, my mom, shout out to you, <laughs> is super fit. And I love her. She, But she puts so much work yeah. into it. That didn't happen overnight. She continues to work out. And she puts a lot of work into her body. And that is the lifestyle she enjoys. And she loves it. Yeah. But that's not for everybody. But you can't expect that result without the work. Yeah. But I also think, too, a lot of people just see the photos. Which is true. You don't see all the hard work that's going into it. So you do just want to automatically look like that. So... It's hard when it's just thrown at you all the time. That's all you see. And you just, you don't even know where to start. You're just like, I want to look like that. I want that body. Or I want that this. I want that. And it's hard because um, you just instantly want to look like that because you think that's what people want you to look like. And that it's achievable super mm -hmm. easy. Yeah. When you don't see all the hard work, yeah. everything looks easy. Yeah. You think, oh, I can look like that. And I mean, even with things like plastic surgery, it'd be great if people showed the cost of it. Mm -hmm how they saved for it, even if it's, you know, if they don't just have lots of money, um, what the procedure was like, what the recovery was like and how the pain was yeah. like, was it, and at the end, was it worth it? Yeah. Cause again, you just see the after, you don't see any of that in between stuff. Mm -hmm. And what are the long-term effects of it? Do you still want that when you're older or whatever, or do you regret it? Yeah. And it's like what we were talking about with Ozempic, mm -hmm. you know, all these people taking it. Do you know the long-term effects yet? Do you know what's going to happen when you stop taking it? I can't imagine you're going to be able to take this for the rest of your life. So what happens then? Yeah. Da, da, da. We will find out. <laughs> when people stop taking yeah. it, we'll find out. Yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> we won't find out because we're not taking it. Um, and so before this episode, Tess and I kind of thought we would try something out um, because that we know these selfie filters apps um, we found one that we found was particularly disturbing partly because part of the app name was a skinny app mm -hmm. and the more disturbing part though is that in the photo for the advertisement for it it showed pictures of I'd say they were maybe 12 year old girls altering their faces and showing them that they need to change their faces. The other absurd thing about it is how many there are. 
it's not just like one where you're like, hey, that's terrible. We should, you know, someone should remove this or something. There is so many of them. Mm-hmm. It's disturbing. It really is. I mean, I am so glad, speaking of social media as a whole, that we did not have social media back in yeah. junior high, high school. Firstly, because we were allowed to do dumb shit, make mistakes, be teenagers, do stupid things. And it wasn't broadcasted for the world to see. We were allowed to do these things. And, you know, it was bad enough going to high school and having everyone talk about it anyway. Let alone a video of you being posted or a picture of you being posted for the whole school to see. And that would be awful. I couldn't imagine. Not even the whole school, like the whole world world. to see. And then you're getting online bullied and people are saying these ridiculous things from everywhere in the world bullying you now for something that you did as a regular teenager i'm i mean i'm sure that we did a lot mm, a lot of stuff that i am very grateful was not captured on social media i'm glad that we grew up prior i mean there are wonderful things with social media like staying connected sharing photos news news i mean just the transparency of things happening and us being able to find out so much quicker like emergency situations where you know if we had a tsunami in victoria everyone would be alerted so much quicker and that kind of news that gets out there a lot quicker is marvelous um but there is there's a lot of negatives like i find even when i see these videos of these kids i'm like oh they've got to be like 16 or 17 and like you say they're 12 they're 13 they're wearing these outfits and makeup and I just remember when we were that age we were just in shorts and a t-shirt we didn't even wear makeup really it wasn't even like a thought it was just throw your hair up go outside play in the yard go hang out with your friends and ride your bike because social media wasn't there telling you what to look like what to wear what makeup to buy what you know what hair you should do like anything like that it was just you lived your life because there was no one telling you not to do anything different. Yeah. And we were influenced more so by magazines. Like that's yeah. how we got what was cool. You know, we saw Gwen Stefani with the crop tops, the low rise yeah. jeans singing in no doubt. Yeah. Like, you know, that's where we got our fashion influence. Yeah. I mean, magazines and movies really. Yeah. And that or music videos. I guess that was a big influence yeah, as well. True. But um, so Tess and I downloaded this app and we will share the pictures after this episode. Um, and it was horrifying. <laughs> I couldn't even look at the photo for more than one second of Fiona. Because I know Fiona. I see Fiona. I love Fiona. I love her features. I love her personality. And I love her, period. When I saw the photo of her, I had to close my phone because it shook me to my core. I could not believe it. And for me, it's the that's what people are seeing first. You're judging somebody specifically on how they look you're not you don't know this person you don't know their personality you have no idea if they're a great person or they could be the love of your life or anything all you're seeing and you're basing your first judgment is how they look and it was I don't know it just it was wild I I just can't imagine what people are putting out there no it is crazy we did one of Tessa as well that was Mine, the one that I did was of my entire body. And then Tessa, we did one of just her face. And you really see how you can alter these things. And what it's setting up people. And not just a little bit. No, quite a bit. Yeah. And I mean, we only just barely touched on what the app could do. Um, And what it's setting up is these people that think that this is an expectation that they should or could look like this. And the reality is the person who's posting it, they don't even look like that. And one of the other things that we were mentioning too is that, what is this saying to a potential love interest? Yeah. And like, 
the opposite sex, for example, if we're posting, if these beautiful women who are so beautiful already are posting photos that are unrealistic and they don't actually look like that, what is that saying to the opposite sex when now their expectations are that you're going to look like someone who doesn't even exist and then meeting you in person, are they going to be let down? I mean, more than likely you would hope not that your personality and they'd see this beautiful person. But I think that it is teetering on a risk of creating unrealistic expectations for the opposite sex of what women should look like because we're, we're doing too many filters. We're changing our waists and everything like that. And, you know, it's just, it's setting us up for failure and we want to push forward. We have, I mean, women have come so far and the feminist movement that I would hate to see it go back again in any regard. So. And if anyone has any thoughts or ideas on how we can maybe shift that reality or, I don't know, there probably never is going to be like a fix, but. Yeah. And I mean, we do have so many great influencers as well. I want to shout out to them because there are those people that are those body positive showing, you know, stretch marks, normalizing it, which I think is so wonderful. We need to do that. Showing that needs to be more mm-hmm. out there. Showing real women's yeah. bodies with stretch marks. The reality of re- what most people yeah. look like. And all of those things, I think, is just, we need to see a lot more of that. Um, and perhaps a little bit less of the altered appearances yes. for people. And, and like I said, it's not our place to judge. If you feel better putting that out there as your face altered, you yeah. know what? good for you. I think we would just rather see people more real because people are beautiful just the way they are. So Mm -hmm. putting so many filters on yourself, like you're just like, I don't know if it's masking yourself, but it's like, you don't need to because people are beautiful just the way they are. And if you, I think sometimes if you keep using those filters, you're kind of losing your own reality a little bit. Yeah. Now, do you think that with the introduction of social media, these filters and everything that's come with it, that we have started to put more value and self-worth for a lot of people on your looks. I think it's becoming a lot of looks is to be the first thing when, I don't know, back when we were younger growing up, I just remember the first thing was meeting someone. And for me, it was their personality and how funny they were. And if I wanted to be their friend or if I wanted to date them, it was about their personality And sometimes the person to me became better looking when I got to know them because their personality was so amazing. It took over and made them better looking to me. So I personally would rather someone with a good personality who's going to treat me right and love me for who I am than judging me firstly based on my looks. Mm -hmm. Because again, I found a couple of people that I dated in my life, like two, but (laughs) (laughs) they just became better looking to me because their personality was just so amazing. Yeah. And that's really funny you say that because, I mean, my husband knows this. I met him on Tinder, I think. Yeah, Tinder. (laughs) Um, And honestly, I almost swiped the opposite way, like the no match side. (laughs) And there was just something about the photo. I don't know what it was that I decided to swipe right. And then meeting him in person, there was chemistry. There was an automatic attraction. There was, I mean, flirtation. There is everything that you don't get from a photo. And I'm, I mean, obviously it's one of the greatest 
decisions I've ever made. It worked out really well for me. Yeah, it really did. But I think that's a little bit sad sometimes that you're literally basing someone who you potentially could be dating just based on 100% of what they look like. And anyone that's out there doing social or not social online dating, social dating, social dating. (laughs) I always think the best piece of advice is to go out on as many dates as you can, because you cannot judge it by photos and what's wrong with going out and meeting a new person and you know what some people are really good at taking selfies and some aren't so sometimes you look at that photo and there is no filter or anything and then you meet them and you're just like oh well you're so much better looking in person your personality is wonderful this is amazing and you have a a connection. connection you can't have a connection through a photo and I just think that why not go out and meet new people it should be a way of introducing yourself to other people maybe you have an attraction so Go out there, meet new people, yeah. have fun, exactly. have fun. That's a big key. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah, I agree. I know. I wouldn't know because I didn't do online dating, yeah. but I can agree. I think going out and having fun, that's key. And if online dating is kind of how things are going these days, I agree. Go on as many dates as possible. Even if it's not like, oh, that guy's like my type or that guy's so good looking, just go on a date. You never know what could happen. Maybe that personality will outshine the looks that you thought were or weren't there and you never know what could happen. Yeah. And I mean, have conversations with these people yeah. first. Don't just say, hey, let's meet for a drink. Yeah. You know, maybe see if you even have a banter to yeah. begin with and you like what they're talking about. Because, you know, you could have a banter with someone for two seconds and then they send you those glorious dick pics, which, yeah. P.S., any man listening, mm-hmm. we do not want to receive. Well, and then there's also the scary part that we've all heard about online dating. So be wary. Be wary. Tell Still. someone where you are. Yes. All those wonderful things. Well... We're going to end this episode with kind of a question, but it's a very broad question. Mm-hmm. What topics would you like to see us cover in mm-hmm. next episode and future episodes? Yeah. Give what, us some ideas. What are we thinking? What have you liked? Are we going down the right path? Would you like us to completely switch it up and try something different? Let us know. Do you want more stories of the past? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know that we want more stories <laughs> of the past or our parents do. So No, probably not. Anyways, thanks so much for listening. Cheers. Cheers.